Welcome to Save a Church's podcast, What's Up Jack? Conversations about Jesus and church. We hope that you find this episode uh, meeting a need in your life as you minister and share, and we look forward to hearing from you if there's a topic that you'd like us to have a conversation on. Uh, just shoot us an email or send me a text, and we'll be happy to consider that, but enjoy today's podcast. Well, good day, folks. Uh, we're here with another uh, podcast for uh, conversations about Jesus in church. We call it What's Up, Jack? And so we're glad to be here today. I have a special guest with us, uh, Jamie Work with the International Mission Board that's going to share with us today some of the work that's going on with the IMB, a little bit about himself. Uh, so, Jamie, tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to be in the position that you're in. Okay. Well, thank you, John. It's great to be with you, and thank you for this opportunity. Uh, I was a pastor in Southern Baptist churches for 33 years. Okay. Uh, my wife and I really thought when we finished seminary, way back in the early part of that journey, we might go overseas immediately to serve internationally. Sure. Uh, the Lord didn't open that door for 30 plus wow. years. <laughs> but in 2016, we were blessed to go overseas with the International Mission Board and serve yeah. in the North Africa, Middle East right. uh, affinity group. Mm -hmm. And we, we were there for... Um, three years uh, okay. while we were home uh, some, in the summer of 2019 visiting our kids. Uh, my wife had an accident, and as a result, she's with Jesus in heaven. Yeah. Okay. And so now I work for the International Board here in the States, connecting with associations like yours to assist and serve directors of missions and associational mission strategists and executive directors and right whatever other name they might have attached to all those different names as you serve your churches how can we support you in helping them be more deeply engaged in international missions sure well you've certainly been a friend to us in the the time that i've been here and phone call away and being able to get help and answers and uh, from time to time, we get calls from people looking for a missionary that might come speak in their church or mm -hmm. help them get connected. Um, you shared with us today in the pastor's conference this morning uh, about the role of uh, adopting uh, people groups. Yes. How can people go about doing something like that? If they don't have a people group that their church is currently praying for mm -hmm. and have adopted, how can they go about that process? Yeah, it's, it's not as complicated as it might first sound for a lot of people. Uh, and so we really encourage churches or associations or groups of Christians, even Sunday school classes, sure. or even a family. Yeah. If they would do some research about a part of the world that they're particularly interested gotcha. in, okay. and then identify who some of the unreached people groups are in that area. There's several websites that would help them to identify people groups in various parts of the world. Okay. So IMB sponsors a, 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 a website that's called peoplegroups.org. Okay, well that ought to be easy enough to remember. Yeah, and then of course there's places like joshuaproject.com and some others that do much the same thing. Okay. And you can look at a global map and a lot of times those websites are very interactive sure. and you can point on different parts of the world and mm -hmm. they'll help give identification to the unreached people groups that are in that part of the world. So to adopt them in prayer would simply be a matter of identifying and then selecting one prayerfully and then making a commitment to pray. Now that adoption could move beyond that sure. as far as 
okay, now let's find some missionaries that are working in or near okay. that people group, and let's see if we can engage yeah. further beyond praying. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> well, if, uh, if you're interested in that, uh, you can certainly call our office. If you're having difficulty navigating to there, we'll be glad to help you with that. And yes. if we can't uh, help you, we'll get in touch with Jamie, and <laughs> yeah. you certainly can. Uh, but we would hope that your church or you as a family would uh, consider adopting a people group. I know we've had one for years that we've prayed for that's uh, doing a great work in uh, Malaysia, Southeast Asia area. Uh, that um, Prayer makes a difference, folks, and you, oh, yeah, you guys know that. And pastors, if if your, your church is looking for an unreached people group that y'all can uh, not only pray for, but perhaps go alongside of, make a trip there, uh, often uh, that's a possibility. Uh, yes. Sometimes you may have to do it undercover. Yes. Uh, it's a little differently, and you certainly need some good training to be able to do that properly, but we would encourage that. Yeah, there's also, a couple of resources I, yeah, would, I would suggest as well. If pastors or mission leaders in your churches, if you all wanted to go to our website, we have a great resource called Foundations. Okay. It's a missions study mm-hmm. that helps expose people to the concept of unreached people groups. Awesome. There's about four and a half billion people out of the world's eight billion population who live among those unreached people groups. And out of the 7,300 or so unreached people groups, there are 3,000 people groups, as far as we know, that are unengaged totally, totally with the gospel. Wow. No missionary presence, no scripture in their heart language, no church planting movement going on. And so we'd love to see those especially engaged in prayer and then beyond that. There's one other resource available on our website for those who are interested in going there. You could look across the top of our homepage and you would find a link for resources. And then under resources, go to training. It's in a drop-down menu, right? Yep. And under training, there's a a a one-hour course that helps people know how to pray for unreached people groups. It's called a Voice for the Nations. Okay. And it's free, and people can just click on that awesome. and start the course. And Great. They'd get a pretty good education on finding, adopting, and praying. Awesome for a, a UPG unreached Absolutely. people group. Absolutely. And many of these unreached people groups, as you mentioned, we don't have a missionary presence there. We're still praying for missionaries to respond to the call and for them to have a heart call to a particular group of people. Yes. So we have a pipeline of missionaries. I believe you said there's some 1,200 in that pipeline currently. Yes. Um, And... So tell us a little bit about the pipeline and yeah. how they can pray for those folks as well. Yeah, absolutely. We would want them to pray, and also we would want you to get in the pipeline. There you go. If absolutely. God's calling absolutely. you, if He's touching your heart for missions, the pipeline essentially is initiated usually maybe by a pastor who's helping someone sensing a call, or could be initiated by an individual sure. themselves by going to our website. And again, across the top of the home page, it says Pray, Give, Go, Resources. Click on Go, Go. Yeah. and it'll bring you through uh, several links. It'll mm-hmm. bring you to a page where you fill out an initial document that says, Hey, I'm interested. God's working with me. How do I begin to get engaged? And once they submit that form, then one of our 
uh, our uh, Richmond, Virginia staff will get in touch with them and start walking them through a process. So we call that the pipeline. Yeah. Once they've submitted sure. their personal information, sure. and then we'll have a, a counselor type person who walks with them through each step of that process to determine is God really calling sure. them? Absolutely. Confirm and, the call. Yes. And are they prepared? Are yeah. they prepared mentally, spiritually, physically? All of those yeah. come into play. Through have, the, you, have you thought about all of these things exactly. that are going to come into play? Yeah, it's a big deal when yeah, you're talking well, about absolutely. moving overseas, absolutely. living cross-culturally. Absolutely. So there's a, a rather lengthy preparation process for that so that we can be as thorough as sure. possible right. in making sure those we send are ready and to can, and can stay and, can and, stay. and be effective where they're going. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. And that process takes somewhere between six months and a year. Usually. Typically. Yeah, that's uh, the typical timeline that we look sure. at and, and tell folks it's probably going to take you six months to a year yeah. to work through this process. And we are so thrilled. Our pipeline numbers have increased over the last four or five years from just a few hundred now to well over a thousand, as you that's were awesome. mentioning. Yeah. And so we're glad that God's working on calling people forth. Yeah. And we're praying that more pastors actually would continually every week be calling out the call. Issue that call, that invitation for people to respond that God's working in their life, their heart. They may not know what it is. They may not be able to understand it and figure it out. But our, our pastors and leaders in our churches can help them understand that. Yes. Uh, and then figure out, okay, what's what, do, what are you sensing is it missions or is it pastoring or some other full-time vocation? Right. Uh, but we, we do need to do a, a, an even better job of calling those folks out, giving them an opportunity to respond to how, what God's doing in their heart. For sure. Uh, and then getting them in the pipeline, whether it's IMB or NAM or yeah. seminary or whatever comes next. Uh, and I think as, as you were mentioning in our meeting earlier in the pastor's conference, Maybe a more intentional effort on the part of pastors to identify Absolutely. those that God may be dealing with yep. and kind of bring them alongside them, That's it. walk with them for Help a season. Help them navigate it, disciple them, pour into them, yes. see what God's doing. I know that some of the most effective ministers, missionaries that I know about had a pastor that came alongside them and just, boy, encouraged them. I was that way. My pastor, when I, since God was doing something, he sensed it before I did, yeah. or, you know, about that time. And he said, let me help you navigate where you need to go. And so he, he awesome. was instrumental in, in helping me get the training, education I needed, and fi figuring out what God was calling me to do. Absolutely. Uh, That's a so beautiful it's, story. It's essential to, for that to happen. Now, people talk about Lottie Moon. Most everybody knows Lottie Moon and that <laughs> offering that we do yeah. uh, every year. Uh, to help support missions. Tell us about the breakdown of funding for our missionaries, how how they are funded. Yeah, our missionaries are totally dependent on your generosity and your prayers. Let's put prayers first, generosity second, if you don't mind, because sure. the spiritual nature of what they're doing is really going against hell itself, Sure, even as it is for us here. But you add in the cross-cultural element, oh, yeah. and then it gets even more challenging. But the financial element of that support is extremely important, and Southern Baptists have been so faithful to be generous really across the whole 178 years of our sure, history of sending. Absolutely. 
But everyone knows, and it is still true, that 100% of the gifts that are given through the Lottie Moon Christmas offering are used in direct support for the missionaries that are serving overseas. Right. And in fact, a large chunk of the cooperative program gifts that IMB receives also goes to that because the Lottie Moon offering actually is not enough in and of itself to right, support sure. the overseas element. So nearly 90%, 88 to 90% of the IMB's overall budget is used in the work of supporting the work overseas. overseas. Well, you had mentioned uh, in our pastor's conference earlier that um, what percentage of our missionaries are serving the unreached people groups? Yes, we're so delighted and thrilled that over probably over the last 10 to 15 years, we have slowly been transitioning to have our missionaries primarily engaged with unreached people groups and really giving those relationships that are longstanding and there have been national Christians who can mm -hmm. step into responsibilities sure. our missionaries used to do yep. so that the missionaries can go even further Other. to the front line yeah, gotcha. of where greatest lostness is. That's and true. so 92% of our current missionary force are working among the unreached people 92%. Man, that's awesome. But we still have a great percentage of unreached people groups that we don't have any presence in yet yes so, that is right uh, there's room for more missionaries there's room for lots of folks to adopt uh, unreached people groups yes um, and then you had talked uh, also about uh, our mission trying to connect our missionaries with a local church and you said tell us about how that's working and how folks if they haven't been contacted can go about helping that process yeah well, thank you for that, John. And that's been a, a very uh, strong emphasis by Dr. Paul Chitwood, our president, his right. leadership team, want every Southern Baptist church to feel like international missions is something they're engaged with. Sure. And so they developed uh, and initiated a couple of years ago now, the process has been in place of assigning our missionaries a portfolio of churches that consists of say, 20 to 25 churches, mm -hmm. not all of which might necessarily be near their hometown or their sending sure. church. It might be scattered across a state in two or three different associations. Okay. But those missionaries are making those connections mostly by email and sure. by phone while they're on the, on the overseas, sure. on the field. And then when they're home... The idea is that they could go and visit those churches Absolutely. so that every church can feel like, hey, we do know. We have one missionary, <laughs> at least, that we know. <laughs> we know one missionary. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Some churches will know more than that because oh, sure. of their greater depth of involvement, Absolutely. perhaps. Yeah. But we'd love for every church to be able to name one family and pray for them regularly yes. and build a relationship with them. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. It's critical, really, for the ongoing yeah. success of their work in reaching the lost. Right. So, pastors, if you haven't been contacted yet by a missionary, uh, it may be that we don't have accurate contact information. That uh, is true. So if you'll let our office know that, or we'll put uh, Jamie's email address at the end of our podcast uh, so that you can uh, correspond with him, put it in our notes, uh, so you can let him know, hey, I haven't heard from mine, and he'll try to find out who that is and try to connect you up so that y'all can have conversations about what a partnership and a relationship might be, because that's one of the criticisms, if we have any, about IMB missionaries is 
we don't know who they are. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And so I know this is Dr. Chitwood's uh, dream is that we know at least one right. um, <laughs> that we can connect with and get to know and, and be able to assist, especially in the prayer aspect of things. Right. Uh, so, pastors, if, if that hadn't happened for your church, please let us know or, or let Jamie know, and we'll do everything we can to, to, to help make that connection Absolutely. for you. Was there anything else you'd like to, to share with our folks about your work or the work of the IMB? I, I would love to just take this opportunity and say thank you to those of you who are faithfully engaging to whatever ability and depth that you are able to with your church, and especially for your involvement in Lottie Moon Christmas offering and the prayer season that goes along with that, as well as and all through the year of giving through the cooperative program. Sure. The largest chunk of cooperative program gifts goes to the International Mission Board right. because we are addressing the world's greatest problem, which sure is lostness. That's right. And That's we right. want to see the nations come to know Jesus. That's and right. we're grateful for the partnership that all of your pastors and churches are giving to that work. Well, thank you, Jamie. I appreciate that. I appreciate the work that you do uh, stateside to help uh, develop these partnerships and be a voice uh, for the International Mission Board, uh, especially for our association, it's good to have a working partner Absolutely. Uh, that we can come alongside of and, and get to know as well so that we know who to turn to when we need uh, questions answered, uh, need help with things. That's He's got I'm a here. ton of resources uh, that are available. The new stuff will be coming out at the uh, SBC convention in New Orleans in mm-hmm. just a few weeks. Uh, be some new uh, things will come out. I'll be going to the conventions. I'll be bringing some of that stuff back. And good make it available here uh, at the office so you can drop by and pick up some stuff and and be able to it was fascinating just to hear the statistics of how uh, God's at work all oh, around man. our globe yes he is uh, and and yet we still have unreached people group they've never ever heard the gospel yes and so we we need more missionaries we need more uh, leaders going serving uh, sometimes that means you go as a career uh, teaching school or in another profession right but you're able to have an influence in sharing the gospel in those areas that's That's right that's your ticket in yes uh to be able to help so it's not just about going and knocking on doors every day as we think about here and and sharing the gospel that most of our countries that doesn't work that way (laughs) it's about the relationship building and getting in and uh, and being able to get to know folks and the work is sometimes slow it is Uh, but it, it is necessary uh, because we're commanded mm-hmm. in Matthew 28 to go tell the nations and yes, so we make are. disciples. Yes. And so, uh, folks, if we can help you in that uh, endeavor, as God calls out, uh, please help people respond and be able to do that. And, Jamie, thank you so much for being with us today and thank sharing not only in our pastor's conference but our podcast today. And, and uh, when this airs, I'm sure we'll get some uh, comments about it, and hopefully some folks will reach out. I hope they do. So appreciate it. Thank you, Have John. a safe trip home. Thank you. It was good Thanks, to be with you. Mm-hmm. We hope that you found today's uh, podcast helpful in your walk and ministry. Uh, please uh, be sure to share this with others. Download it. Uh, subscribe. Like. Send us some comments. Uh, help spread the word about uh, this podcast and how it's uh, helpful in your life. Till next time.